everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Good. The other night our house smelled like meatballs. Tonight it smells like bacon. Well, yes. It's National Pancake Day. So we had to have pancakes for dinner, but of course you have to have bacon with your pancakes. That is true. So what's going on in the Disney Parks blog? Disney PhotoPass service just launched launched some new experiences featuring Ahsoka, the Muppets, and, and nine yeah, and nine other PhotoPass opportunities. That's right. If you're in Galaxy's Edge, you have some Ahsoka magic shots, uh, including Chopper, a loth cat, and of course Ahsoka herself. If you head over to uh, well, multiple areas, there are special uh, photo opportunities for Latin American Heritage Month. Uh, PhotoPass photographers have special magic shots uh, featuring characters from Coco and Encanto. And then, of course, we can't forget the new Mirabelle meet and greet that we've talked up for the past two or three months. Uh, Disney PhotoPass photographers are on hand there to take your photos. There are some new Halloween magic shots, uh, and those are from uh, PhotoPass photographers through the month of October. We mentioned the other day the new studio backdrop in Disney Springs related to Haunted Mansion. So those opportunities are there as well. There is a uh, Muppet magic shot over at the International Food and Wine Festival. That might be the best one. Yeah, featuring Beaker and Dr. Bunsen Honeydew. Uh, And that is uh, over by the, uh, just past the Odyssey building. Uh, And there are some new Disney photo pass lunches in Disney Genie Plus. Uh, So when you purchase Disney Genie Plus, you get access to special Disney PhotoPass lenses in the My Disney Experience app, and those are constantly being updated. And you know what else is getting updated? What? The Space Mountain attraction photo okay. uh, is being enhanced. It has a new look. Uh, and then there's a new Capture Your Moment in Toy Story Land. Uh, that is where you can get a uh, PhotoPass photographer for a photo session to follow you around for a bit. Right. Uh, that is now going on. So uh, that's all the stuff that's going on. Oh, and the Disney 100 magic shots, but those have been in place for a while. Right. There are three new Disney fall wallpapers that feature Mickey, Pumpkins, Figaro, Olaf, and Goofy. That's right. The first one is Figaro and the Mickey Pumpkin wallpaper that is available for uh, mobile phones, Apple Watch, and then your desktop or iPad. There's a pumpkin spice latte Olaf wallpaper. Oh, that one's so cute. Uh, And there is a Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party wallpaper. Those are available through the Disney Parks blog. There are some new discounts that have been released for uh, Disney World Vacation. That's right. The newest one is uh, savings of up to 25% on Disney hotel rooms. That is for select nights through March 24th of 2024. There's also currently a Disney dining promo uh, available where you get a Disney uh, dining promo card uh, on select nights. And I believe that is through March as well. So if you're interested in heading to Disney World this spring, reach out to Cheryl or I. Yes. That's all the news from the Disney Parks blog. Let's head on over to Disneyland. All right, they have added more scaffolding to the top of what is soon to be Tiana's Bayou Adventure at Disneyland. That's right, just part of the uh, trans- continuing transformation of the attraction. And you know where else there's Scrim? Uh, on the top of Space Mountain. That's right, Scrim and scaffolding are in high demand over in Disneyland. So this is part of the Space Mountain refurbishment. Uh, Space Mountain closed on September 18th. And on September 24th, I'm sorry, September 26th, this additional scaffolding and scrim was added. 
uh, and that covers most of the attraction's exterior. Yeah, you can't miss it. They could just rename it Scrim and Scaffolding Mountain. Uh, yeah, basically, at this point, they could. Right. So now this next story, I feel like I predicted this. I, I, I didn't, I don't feel like I predicted this. I did predict this. Um, there is a rumor, but you know what they say about rumors, um, that Rogers the Musical is going to be returning to California Adventure in 2024. That's right. The musical had its last performance on August 31st, so we're almost a full month away. Uh, I don't know what these performers have been doing for the past month, uh, but rumor is that uh, Disneyland uh, wanted to cool things down for their Halloween time and the holidays, and uh, they'll be looking to extend the show, it looks like, February of 2024. It's going, that's when they're going to start it, it's February of 2024, Correct. right? Correct, restart it. Yeah, I don't know. I have a feeling they're going to restart it and it's not going to go anywhere. I mean, why it's it's people are loving it. It gives something for the Hyperion Theater instead of just being empty. Right. Why would you not just keep running it? And it allowed Disney to make extra money because they actually had a premium viewing experience right. option. So yeah. um, that's uh, that's what's going on there. Good. Excited to see that come back. Maybe we'll get to see it. I think we might actually get to see it. That wraps things up in California. Let's head on over to Florida. All right. At the Magic Kingdom, some of the scrim has been removed from the exterior of Columbia Harbor House. Yeah, because they had to send the scrim over to Disneyland. That's right. Yeah, because they're running out. That's right. That uh, scrim on the lower floors has been removed. So so whatever they did seems to be pretty quick. (laughs) And uh, some is still up, but uh, they've already removed a portion of the scrim. At Epcot in the Norway Pavilion, there is now a Wandering Oaken's Pop-Up Portraits photo location. That's right. Wander, Wandering Oaken's pop-up portraits and sauna <laughs> is now available in what used to be known as the Wandering Reindeer Shop. Uh, they've outfitted it with some additional touches, and it is now a photo pass opportunity. That is, of course, right next to Anna and Elsa at the Royal Summer House. So no characters are there, but it does have touches of uh, being in the in the movie. All right. Disney is setting up a virtual queue for the first day of annual pass holder and Disney Vacation Club previews for Journey of Water. That's right. The previews began this week. Cast members have been previewing the attraction for a few weeks now. The attraction officially opens on October 16th, which is what? I have no idea. The actual 100th anniversary oh, of the Walt Disney Company. I should have known that. That's right. So right now, annual pass holders and DVC club members have the opportunity to go to a preview. And Disney has set up a virtual queue for that. And uh, if you are a DVC member, you actually have to go through. If you're an AP holder, you can get in the virtual queue. If you're a DVC member, you have to wait into a physical line to get a paper slip that tells you what time to come back. Okay. So uh, a little bit of a... Uh, kerfluffle going on there. Yeah, that seems complicated. Uh, in the past, when they've done annual pass holder previews for attractions, you've had to pre-register right. online, you get your time, you show up during that time. Right. Uh, but that is not how they've opted to do it now. Okay, well, we'll, we'll see, see how, how this goes. works out. Right. At Hollywood Studios, the Miss Piggy statue has been removed from the top of the mountain uh, Muppets Fountain. Or uh, you were going to say mountain? Mountain, I don't know what I was going to say. That's right. Uh, the fountain looks a little barren without Miss Piggy yeah, on it. It sure does. You, you think they could make a little piece of scrim with some right. very tiny scaffolding to cover the you mounting think they could do point. Something, yeah. Uh, right now, all that is on the top of the post is a mounting point that smells like pork. Stop. Um, so yeah, Miss Piggy is out and being refurbished. They did put rolling planters around it, so you can't see most of the fountain, mm-hmm. but you can see the top of it that is barren. Right. 
The marquee for the summer house, the location uh, of the restaurant that's going up in Disney Springs, has happened. That's right. Marquee installation is a key point in uh, the development of the restaurant because that's how you know where you're going. That's right. Um, This restaurant seems to have been being built for the past three years. It is expected to open at some point in 2023, although I doubt that's going to happen. (laughs) I don't know. They got up the marquee. I feel like that's toward the end of the steps. One would hope. Yeah. Lululemon opened a new larger storefront at Disney Springs, taking over the the old uh, UGG store space. That's right. That's right at the end of the, I, I call it the bus terminal, the bus station. Yeah, whatever. That is the big brick uh, arch right. building. It, it is now in the town center section of the shopping district. Um, and uh, yeah, they, they've pretty much just gone next door to where they used to be. They used right. to be on the outside. They are now one storefront over, which is actually in the bus station. Right. So um, congratulations to Lululemon. Mm. Uh, they must be doing well. Yes. Disney World has filed a permit for the construction of the 350 new DVC cabins that are going to replace the current cabins at Fort Wilderness. Yes, they are getting a whole bunch of new cabins. This permit is in place and will not expire until May 18th of 2025, so it's going to be a while. The new DVC cabins are projected to open in 2024 and will be considered the 17th DVC resort. Okay. So now we've gone through all the deluxe resorts. Mm -hmm. Uh, we've taken over part of a of a moderate resort to put a DVC tower in, mm-hmm. and now we're putting uh, DVC cabins in what used to be the lowest level of moderate. What's the moderate that they put? Uh, the uh, Riviera. Oh, right. They should go over part of Caribbean Beach. Right. Right. Yeah. right. So there, it's not going to be long before we see the DVC villas at Pop Century. <laughs> well, you might be right. Right. And in entertainment news, the Writers Guild of America has reached a tentative deal with the studios to end the strike. Uh, So they now have a tentative three-year agreement, and it needs to be ratified, uh, and it will end what is close to a five-month strike by the Writers Guild. My goodness. Thank thank God this is almost done. Right. And you know what's the toughest thing about this Writers Guild strike? What? Is it means that... Uh, production has been delayed on many of the television shows and series. Right. So we're going to see at the beginning of the series a lot more of reality shows, right. a lot more unscripted series. I know shows like Jeopardy that, you know, those those guys, they write the questions, right. but they're still part of the Writers Guild. Right. Um, and will Ken Jennings cross the picket lines to tape Jeopardy episodes? Right. So, uh, you know, I... I We've seen it happen before where there have been strikes, and sometimes it delays the start of the season by a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. But a five-month-long strike, that's right. the entire summer that they would have been writing writing yeah. and recording some of these shows. Right. So, um, I, you know, I, I think we'll be looking at mid to late October right. at the earliest before these shows are on the air. Well, we get extra long episodes of The Amazing Race. Which isn't a bad thing. No, it isn't. I love that show. All right. And headed over to Disney Plus Talk. Um you know what's not on the Disney Plus release uh, list for October? What? Indiana Jones. Should it be? Well, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny opened up two weeks after Elemental, and Elemental showed up on Disney Plus on September 13th. Hmm. And nowhere during the uh, reading the list of what's coming to Disney Plus in October is there any mention of uh Indiana Jones. Who do they think they are? Now, with Elemental, granted, it wasn't on the September release list list initially, Mm -hmm. but they did a standalone announcement stating that they were releasing Elemental to Disney+. Plus. 
So it's possible that we might see a standalone announcement for Indiana Jones. There's still hope. There is still hope. And speaking of Disney Plus in October, uh, what is coming uh, this next month? On October 1st, we have Toy Story Fun Day Football. This is going to be a fully animated alternate version of the NFL game uh, being played by the Atlanta Falcon and Jacksonville Jaguars. So they're going to have it animated as though there are Toy Story characters playing the game, and it's going to be in almost real time. I feel like we need to pull that up on Sunday. that is amazing. And then on Monday, October 2nd, we have Mickey and Friends Tricks uh, Trick or Treats. That's a new animated special. We have the finale of Ahsoka on October 3rd. Uh, We also have the debut of Dancing with the Stars. Uh, I'm sorry, that is episode two. Uh, But it will be broadcast on ABC and then uh, available streaming the following day. Um, Although, no, it says live. It's going to be live on both. It's going to be live on both. That's that's exciting. Uh, We have The Haunted Mansion debuting on Disney Plus on October 4th. October 5th, something you're looking forward to. Uh, season two of Loki. So excited. Um, then on October 6th, we have the fourth batch of Walt Disney classic animated remastered shorts. Uh, that is uh, fun. Uh, we have su- season uh, 34 episodes of The Simpsons. On Wednesday, October 11th, we have the premiere of Forever, which is the acting debut of a CNCO. They are a Latin band. Uh, and they are getting uh, all of their episodes dropped at once. This is uh, supposed to be very popular. I don't know who CNCO is. Me either. Um, Goosebumps premiering on October 13th, uh, which is fitting because it's Friday the 13th. We have some new PJ Masks uh, shorts coming on Wednesday, October 18th. And then we have on Friday, October 20th, Werewolf by Night. You may remember that was released last year. It's a Marvel Cinematic Universe show. Um, and it was in black and white. This year they are releasing the color version. So okay. it's the same show, just in color. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is uh, not the biggest thing being released at the end of the month because on October 27th we get Lego Marvel Avengers Code oh, Red. Oh, cool. Uh, and you know how exciting it is to get Lego uh, animated Lego shows. Yeah, yeah, sure. So that's what's coming to Disney Plus in October. Very good. On Friday, history was made as the first Brightline train made its journey from Orlando to Miami. Yeah, this is kind of a big deal because you're going to be getting high-speed rail service from Miami to Orlando. Eventually, it is going to extend uh, with a stop over by Universal Drive, and then I believe it's supposed to extend all the way to Fort Lauderdale. So it will go across the state, Um, but it is going to take you the 125-mile journey in about three and a half hours, so that's a pretty pretty quick train ride. Um, Right now, it is departing from Orlando and Miami six times a day, and they will uh, eventually be doing it uh, 16 times a day. They say they're going to be doing it hourly. Wow. Uh, The Brightline train is two locomotives and four coach cars. It carries about 240 passengers. They do have varying levels of uh, uh, amenities available. For $79, you can get the Smart Fare, which is essentially a seat. Right. Uh, for $149, you get the premium uh, club level, uh, which gets you a lounge while you're waiting uh, at either terminal. And then you get a club car. Uh, I believe it has uh, higher speed internet, well, faster internet, 
as well as complimentary food and beverages, both in the lounge and on the train. And I would just like to mention that those are discounts that they're running as things start. So I don't know what the actual pricing will be over time, but that's what they're starting at. That's right. So uh, they are now in business. And right now they're currently traveling from Orlando International Airport to downtown Miami. They have five stops. This train service has been being built for the past 10 years. Uh, $6 billion of investor money. I don't believe they used any public funds uh, with five stations. So there are five stops between Miami and Orlando. Very cool. And, uh, you know, if it kind of makes it easy now. You could really fly into Orlando and take a train down and cruise out of Miami. Well, you know, you can do the, the both, right? You know, sometimes the cruises we've run into where, like, you want to cruise out of Miami, but you also want to do Disney. So right. how nice. You can come in. You can do a couple of days of Disney. Get on the train, go to right. Miami for your cruise. That's right. Um, so yeah, no, a lot of a lot of nice options. And I, I misspoke earlier. I said it would be going, you know, from Orlando to Universal Drive uh, to Tampa is where it's extending, not to Fort Lauderdale. Fort okay. Lauderdale's above Miami, and okay. there is a stop there. So that's all the show for tonight. We'll be back on Friday, and until then, I'm Tony, and I'm Cheryl, and you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Beep, beep.